0: Now, just relax as you listen. You can do something else, but be ready to make an important note. And let's get started.
1: The title of this podcast is Healing with Love. And my guest is Lisa Mangan. We're going to be talking about her Healing with Love journey. It is the focus on spiritual sugar. Two capitalized S's there, spiritual sugar. She is a cancer thriver. No chemo, no radiation in the context of right on creative all capitalized W O and C are capitalized. She focuses on marketing with integrity and pioneered a values-based communication framework to focus on passion points instead of pain points. I like that very much. Lisa is Lisa is the business marketing architect and president of Right On Creative, which is trademarked. She pioneered the values-based challenge, solution, invitation. I like that very much. A communication framework to create marketing messages with in- integrity, focused on focusing on passion points. Her strategies are known to create million dollar results. Proof's always in the pudding. She's a cancer thriver who believes in healing with love and and when she sent me her information, instead of the O, she gave me the heart symbol there. I like that very much. <laughs> she shares her personal story, journal prompts, and inspiration to help you redefine your relationship with self, health, and wealth via spiritual sugar. I love that. That is great stuff. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. It's so great to be here, Tony. My pleasure. This I uh, this is gonna, I just had a you know, uh, I had an earlier interview and we went, we went into spirituality and I, and a lot of women seem, I seem to be more into spirituality. I'm very into spirituality. So, you know, and I love it to me, as I said in the previous interview, spiritual, there's nothing more important than spirituality. There's lots of things that are important, but nothing's more important than spirituality. That's the, to, my, to me, that's my top five values. That's, you know, that's my spirituality. That's my, that's like, I like can identify it in this, human thing it's spirituality is where it's at so it's great stuff my pleasure
2: yeah spirituality is a big thing for many i mean it can trigger some people because people think that spirituality is the same thing as religion it's not no and all of us can be spiritual in anything that we do and we don't have to meditate for 500 hours to get there it's just tapping into just 250 nature. right exactly that's <laughs> all no biggie no.
1: <laughs> i like i like uh, a really funny little thing i heard years ago talking about uh pronouncing seeing the difference between religion and spirituality this guy walked up to a priest and said father if uh, can i can i while i'm smoking a cigarette can i pray the father said, "Oh yes, of course, my son." He goes, "Okay, great." When I'm praying, can I light a cigarette? He goes, "Oh no, no, no way! You cannot do that, <laughs> right?" That's the difference between religion and spirituality, all right. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so, absolutely, I, and this, and and what you bring, spirituality, passion, passion. That's I'm a very passionate person. You can ask my girlfriend. But as we're talking about, obviously, the passion aside from. You know, carnal par- passion. I'm being a little facetious. But passion is where it's at. I've, I, people have called me passion. I'm like, well, good. I'm glad that you get that because I am passionate about doing things with certain things. And I love bringing that up. To me, that's what I lead with. You know, that's, that's, what I, that's my lead.
2: Yeah, you touched on values, which is so important. And and what I find when people are trying to like create a marketing message, or even just show up in the world as a person, if there's a disconnect, it's because they have not tapped into their values. And they're not using that as kind of their moral compass to guide them. And they're not really focusing on spiritual practices to improve their health and you know, have a better relationship just with themselves in general. I mean, we've got a big job on this planet just to take care of ourselves as individuals, let alone everything else that's going on.
1: You know, I figured we would be simpatico, and now I know we are. We, we, we resonate. We got, we are definitely from the same tribe, Lisa. Yes, I totally hear you. I, I concur wholeheartedly. Let me ask you my first question. What does healing with love mean to you?
2: Well, this is kind of interesting. So two years before I received my diagnosis, which was for a very rare and aggressive throat cancer, I actually um, got a divine download, speaking of spirituality, which said to me, you're going to write a book, it's going to be called Spiritual Sugar, and it's going to be about healing with love, to which I said, WTH, because first of all, I'd already been given this big charge to teach marketing with integrity, which is sort of an oxymoron in the whole marketing, advertising, and copywriting world, right? So mm, yes, I, I freaked out because I thought, hey, what do I even know about? I'm not a healed person. What do I know about this? I mean, I try to lead with love, but no. But anyway, the, the message I got was journal about it. So I did. I set that aside and then fast forward to when I was kind of sitting in inquiry, waiting to see what my diagnosis was going to be. Um, I just got another message that said, don't worry, you're going to heal this with love. And it reminded me of that journal prompt. So I went back and looked at it and I thought,
1: Lisa, let me ask you when you got that message, was it? verbal could you articulate words or was it something less less uh, <laughs> oral or verbal
2: yeah so i can hear them but it's not like it's an internal voice right. but i'm sure that it's also external so i i'm still not sure exactly how it happens but i just i so call it them downloads
1: it wasn't in words but you understood it yes gotcha
2: well i heard it in my mind it in was words. basically it was very clear in words you're going okay. to okay. Yes, okay yes yes yeah so um anyway I wasn't sure exactly what that meant, but I knew it meant something big, and I knew that I had sort of um, ignored that, we'll call it a God nudge divine download two years prior, and I thought I better pay really close attention now, and guess what, healing with love sounds way better than the alternative, because at that point, I had had a doctor who I ended up firing, by the way, Um, wasn't able to get to the root cause of what was going on. And I knew something big was happening and I actually felt it growing in my throat, which was super weird. But um, she finally asked me if I thought I had cancer, which ticked me off, honestly, because I, I don't know, I'm smart. I'm intuitive, all of these cool things, but a little thing precludes me from diagnosing myself. Like, I don't know, never going to medical
1: school. Uh, Don't you have test doc?
2: (laughs) Right. So anyway, I was sitting, I was sitting in inquiry when I, when I received that message again, that was like, don't worry, you're going to heal this with love. And I was seriously just shown all of the threads to follow to change the way I eat, to eliminate, I call them my four favorite food groups, coffee, wine, chocolate, and cheese, like cold (laughs) turkey. I thought that would kill me. I really did. Like, I thought, how am I going to live without all of this? But it actually, um, for a time, you know, I did that. And I ended up shedding like thirty to forty pounds just by walking and eating m- more healthy foods. Right? right, real foods, not not the packaged poisonous stuff that people right. tell us are food that isn't.
1: That that's that's the that's the game changer right there.
2: Yeah, big time.
1: Well, you know, uh, I'm kind of talking about messages now. Mine's a bit darker, but though, of course, being uh, having cancer is uh, no picnic. I have a a, a quick anecdote to share about getting a message Uh, in the nineties. I was a very different person. You know, I was an addict, uh, and even though I was staying away from it, I was in a very dark place. My psyche was, I was suicidal and I was in front of a mirror full length mirror, naked in front of a mirror with a gun to my head, my, my hand, holding it gun round in the chamber finger trembling on the, on the trigger. And I yelled out profanely, I said, God, is there anything else before I pull this effing trigger? And I, you know, and I was totally serious and I didn't hear any words, but I got a message, which was to put the gun down. And, and, and back then I hated the world. I hate, you know, I would have, you know, I hated life. I will things. I hated life about life. There was something I found joy sometimes, but I, you know, I was very different. But now I love, many years later, I love life and I love people. And I love the, all the gifts. So, and that's, the, and really, I, I, it's been a, primarily, quite frankly, a spiritual journey. Certainly a psychological one. Certainly there are other facets. But I got to say that the spiritual, it's really more than anything, it's been a spiritual journey. That's the essence of my recovery, of my, my journey, my evolution. It is spiritual
2: absolutely what a beautiful story to share and and wow you know thank you for sharing that and that is i mean that's part of the healing with love i think we get a wake-up call whether whether it's it's the the gentle whisper of you're going to heal this with love or it's like hey put that gun down either way the thing that i think is really important is that people need to start listening to that whether it's intuition or it's spirit god the divine i mean insert whatever term you want to use because i'm I don't, I don't think anybody's judging you as long as you believe in something bigger than yourself. And you know, like, Hey, there's something bigger here than us. You just look at nature. Think about it. Like, how does all that happen? Totally. I mean, I'm just curious. I think, I think it's because there's something bigger than us that guides us. And it's a reminder to really live life and enjoy life. Like you said, you love life. Now every minute, every second is a gift to me. I mean, most people, when they receive a diagnosis for cancer, they they roll into the negative. They think, oh my gosh, I'm going to die, which is, is true of some people. And at the same time, our minds are so powerful. Our bodies are so powerful and we can heal with love. We can absolutely course correct and we can put our energy towards something that's more positive. And I think you'll find this super fascinating, Tony, but you know, we've all heard of placebos, right? So somebody takes a sugar pill and they think they're going to heal. Well, there's a thing that I learned about when I went through the cancer journey called a nocebo. And what that means is basically um, someone can give you an expiration date, like a doctor says, okay, you've got cancer and you're going to live till X, Y, and Z date. And if your mind latches onto that and believes it, there's been studies that show even people who were misdiagnosed will expire on that date. That's how powerful the mind and the body are.
0: Absolutely.
2: So if we focus on the positive and we focus on healing with love, I think we're going to get some better results in our <clears> lives. <throat>
1: I absolutely and what I found <clears throat> going back to that time uh, and then I you know coming out I was an addict like I said an alcoholic and so I got I finally it took me eight years to finally get one year clean sober and then I've been clean sober for a very long time now over 20 years and so uh I found that the ob- the greatest obstacle that I have to to get over and indeed in my observa- observation every other alcoholic and addict is that they deserve the love they deserve good things because without that that had a, such a sense of inadequacy without without feeling i deserved it and not, not in a narcissistic way you got to understand that just that i deserve good things I, other than misery and pain and suffering um, i i couldn't get i couldn't do it i had to start working on that that i deserve love and then i could start i slowly began loving myself with the help of people that were loving to me you you know so you start synchronizing and and then the love started really fast being fostered and and growing in me and then i started really making those changes that were that were defining and lasting
2: that's incredible and one of the things that i heard it was actually it was neil donald walsh the man oh i love him isn't he great so he oh. lives in Ashland where i live so i've had conversations with him which is fantastic and he said in one of his spiritual retreats that i attended he, one of the things he said that was so pro- profound to me was you are worthy because you are period just by being and you know that's a good reminder for all of us because we don't even we don't even know how uh special and brilliant we are as individuals and we're so self-critical as humans i mean i don't know i think most of us are i know i am i'm harder on myself than anyone else so
1: absolutely you know and i'm gonna we're gonna go into that a little bit more deeper after the break let's just take a moment to hear from our sponsor and we'll come right back with lisa Mannion.
2: this episode of self-help coaching is brought to you by Perficio. ever heard of accelerated learning techniques What if you learned more deeply than ever before? What if you remembered what you learned far better than ever before? Visit www.proficio.io. That's proficio.io, where you can understand perhaps better than ever before.
1: You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petrozzo. We're having a wonderful discussion with Lisa Mannion. She just mentioned Neil Donald Walsh. And when I read Conversations with God in the 90s, it blew me away. It took me six months. I had to, I had to read it slowly because it was so incredible. And, and during that process and subsequently, I winded up really changing much of my belief system. I was raised Catholic and I've been born again Christian more times than I'm sure of. And this this was revolutionary and I was embracing it. And you mentioned how, how Neil told you that uh, you're worthy because you are, you know, and, and he goes into... In the book, you know, you know, that God, he purports to have conversations with God. And I don't doubt him. I think that we all have it. And you and I alluded to it earlier, uh, if not spoke about it directly in our own way. We have our own communications. But here there were conversations. Nonetheless, is that God, God tells you, according to that book, and I believe it, that when you're ready to be done with the shit, you'll be done with the shit. But until then, you're going to do the shit. <laughs> so when, when are you ready yet? okay, keep doing the shit when you're ready, you'll stop.
2: <laughs> yes, you know, it was so interesting he he did a a live discussion group at one of the local tea houses a few years back, and i <clears throat> pardon me, I attended, and I was curious because i I'm often. I don't want to say question, but I'm curious about these divine downloads that I get. Like, where do they come from? So I was asking him about his process, right? And I said, you know, I told him a little bit about the backstory. And I said, I, you know, I got this download that told me I was going to heal with love. And then two years later, I ended up with this cancer diagnosis and I ended up healing with love all this well. I said, but, you know, do you need to go through something really major like this to start doing the work? And he he laughed. He said, No, Lisa, some people just need to be hit upside the head by the proverbial two by four. And that's what happened to you. You yeah. can start at any time, but we doubt ourselves, right? And so it was fun to talk to him and just hear kind of some of some of his philosophies on, you know, we can all tap into that divine spirit. You know, when he's writing, he's tapping in and getting the message. And that's why he doesn't when people ask him, ask him specifically hey, can you like channel a message from God for me? He's like, no, you've got to have your own relationship. You know, that's how that works. So I I found that to be really fascinating. And it also, um, you know, I just, it made me have a lot more respect for him too, because he's just being him and who he is and doing his thing. And he's not trying to pretend that he's doing anything that other people can't do. He just chooses to tap in and, and he's done a great job
1: with it. He is magnificent. You know, I'm an NLP practitioner. I was a personal development coach. I don't work with people one-on-one anymore because I have a technological coaching company and we're, we're launching a revolutionary self-help personal development app. That all aside, uh, that's just my little preface. I've learned as a coach and in my own experience on, on my own evolution is that beliefs are all constructs. All of them, every one of them. And they all began as from day one, especially the, the formative years. So, you know, if you don't, if, you, if, if you're not getting the life you want, then you really, really at the essence, the core is that you're believing the wrong things. <laughs> you're believing the wrong things. And just as, as, as we said at the outset, it's my story of addiction. You know, I, I talked about not deserving uh, and not loving myself because I believe the lie. Let's talk about okay certainly a lie is false but all beliefs are constructed and indeed most of our beliefs sorry are not even true <laughs> i'm not gonna say false but they're not even true we just believe them and then the ones that control us the most we're not even aware of and most of them come from the formative years that all said i call it the, i later call it the big lie and that is that as i didn't deserve i didn't deserve i didn't deserve to heal as you just talked about okay so so if, guess what if i didn't deserve to heal i wouldn't i wouldn't be doing anything on whatever level to heal didn't deserve to get clean i wouldn't be i wouldn't i would always sabotage myself because i didn't deserve it i didn't deserve love i didn't deserve this i didn't deserve that you have to get past that big lies that you do deserve you do deserve things because you are just as you talked about with walsh because you are you are here you're god's creature i said that in the most non-religious way possible you know get right with yourself with those higher values start living to those calling those higher values start feeling the transformation uh, so I think that you, I, if you, by the way, 99% of the people of the, of the audience are listening. So if you can check out YouTube, I recommend it because Lisa is very pleasing on the eyes, very attractive, but she's nodding like crazy in my little, my little homily there. Excuse me. Uh, this is an, an interview, Tony. Let the guests do some talking. But she re- what well, she's really resonating. I'm really resonating with, with her, her message. That's why. So forgive me for that. <laughs>
2: No, it's great. Our, Our stories are, you know, so important to share with others and such an inspiration. And, you know, I just want to acknowledge you for getting clean. That's not an easy thing to do. And now you're turning that all into inspiration for others. And that's, that's what we can do. You know, so many people are so hard on themselves because they have a past. Well, everybody has a past nobody's perfect everyone likes to pretend they are try to try to be but you know we're just not we're people we're meant to we're meant to stumble and fall and pick ourselves up and live life and it's all part of it
1: absolutely so let me ask you about spiritual sugar what the hell is it (laughs) (laughs) it is what i was given
2: and told anyway it's basically the um the inner sweetness of your soul it's tapping into that inner knowing of um, your intuition and just honestly all about healing with love. And I didn't know what the heck it was until that was delivered to me. And the crazy thing is, and you know how it goes because you work on the you know online digital space, is you know two years later after I had journaled about it and then I remembered, oh my gosh, I got to look at that journal entry, the domain was still available. So I was able to buy it and while I was going through my healing with love journey started building out, this brand that is honestly all divinely guided. I'm a little bit of a type A control freak. And this one, I'm getting the message like, you're not in control. I will, you'll be shown what to do next. So just chill out, which is not always easy for me, but I'm working on it.
1: (laughs) Great stuff. So uh, that's the name of your, no, that's the name of your company, Spiritual Sugar, right? Yeah, that's,
2: (laughs) I have, my main company is Right On Creative, where Mm -hmm. I teach the passion point marketing get people to focus on passion points instead of pain points and then okay. spiritual sugars part of that okay so uh, t- is t- a dba
1: t- touch on right on creative and passion point mark- marketing
2: oh sure so i've been yeah i've been running my business for over 19 years now and what i knew to be true all the gurus were teaching this problem agitate and solve approach where you poke at pain points and then you agitate them and get people to feel really crappy about themselves and then you sell them your product or service and then what that does is perpetuate buyer's remorse chargebacks return rates and i just sat back watching all the gurus teaching this and i thought it's just not right what what is up with this and I decided to flip the script and I said you don't have to do that let's paint a picture of possibility amplify those passion points create the world that we want to create be real with people because people are people not numbers and guess what you're gonna get way better results because it's all about energetic alignment
1: I love marketing uh, and um, that's a great that's a great approach uh, even though I do believe in the agitation but I believe you should do both but uh, you know you're if you got better results than me, then let's listen to you. <laughs> um, I think you should be, I, I, I can't argue with that. I can't argue yeah. because that's wonderful, you know, and, you know, and, and as a, an NLP practitioner, you know, I like to do the push pull. I, like, yes. I, like I like to push and I like to pull, you know, because they both can give propulsion. That's
2: an NLP technique for sure. And you know, that's okay. NLP can be used for good, but it can also be used for evil, right? I
1: use it purely <laughs> for evil. I know that's
2: not true about you, but at the same time, I think we need to be very, very careful about how we're leading people to engage with us, right? You know, that's all, it's, it's all about walking your talk. I mean, this is not anything that I need to tell you, but what was happening is the people that I serve tend to be highly spiritual, tapped in people that got a big mission in the world and they're just turned off by pain point marketing. So if you threw all my clients from right on creative in a room together, you'd have corporate leaders that are running multi-million dollar companies. You would have light workers that are doing healing sessions. You would have speakers and authors and all these people looking at each other going, what are we all doing here together? Two common threads. You don't have to get crazy about figuring out what they're reading or what they're doing. They're never going to read the same thing. They're turned off by pain point marketing and they want to make the world a better place. And I'm really good at helping bridge that gap
1: and helping people do that. Elaborate on the challenge solution invitation method.
2: Sure so the difference between the problem agitate and solve it's a subtle shift right we do need to know what the problem is we know that if someone has a problem you want to be able to solve that but with the challenge solution and invitation framework you're just meeting people where they are and acknowledging that challenge more with empathy and understanding as opposed to poking at those pain points and then in the solution piece you offer your solution but in true service and you share case studies and antidotes and results that people have received like for example one lady didn't think she could do marketing without pain points and when i even mentioned passion points and explained the challenge solution and invitation framework to her it removed an energetic block that kept her from marketing for decades i mean that's amazing wow sure. Yeah. So once you get that solution piece out there and you have that dialed in with your value proposition, it eliminates overcoming objections. You don't have to do any of those tactics or techniques you've been taught in the past, because then all you have to do is extend a friendly invitation and say, hey, would you like to learn more? And then invite them to do whatever that next step is with you. It's super easy and graceful.
1: Now, can can you do that on the, I mean, definitely you can do that when you're talking, when you're dealing with an individual, you can, but on on the can you scope up as much uh, you know have a, a broad marketing message based on the pa- on the passion rather than agitation.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Of course you can.
1: Okay, uh, you want to elaborate on that a little. Well, bit? I
2: mean, I mean, think about it. That's what my whole overarching message is. By just sharing with people that I'm teaching passion points, that's broad. I'm right. I'm I'm reaching the masses with it, and I've had people come come up against me about it. And I don't care because I'm speaking my truth so they can believe whatever they want to believe. But I've been told, you know, psychologically speaking, studies show that 80% of the population moves away from pain. So we got to agitate that and do that where 20% are more proactive and want to move towards passion. And I said, great, let me work with the 20%. They're the aligned ones. I mean, how many people are on earth? I can't serve them all, not even all of the 20%. So uh, it's, it's an yeah. interesting thing
1: lisa but those 20 percent are all jerks i'm kidding
2: <laughs> they're not i
1: assure you because guess what i'm my own boss i don't work with jerks <laughs> Of course, i'm totally kidding you. we're having a wonderfully organic conversation i'm really enjoying this let's take and unfortunately we have to take a moment to hear from our sponsor and then we'll come right back with lisa
2: this episode of self-help
0: coaching is brought to you by proficio the pandemic has painfully shown how we must have money put away not just for a rainy day, but for a whole bunch of them. You must accrue wealth to really be okay. Visit www.perficio.io. That's
2: P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O.io, Where you can truly learn financial principles like never before so
1: that you can have the future you really want and need. You are listening to the self help coaching podcast with me, your host Tony Petroza. We're here with Lisa Mannion, having a great, great conversation. And I come, I gotta apologize because I've kind I didn't conflate it, but she, you know, Lisa is talking about primarily about uh, her, her company uh, that the her Spiritual Sugar Company, and we're also talking about the Right on Creative Marketing Company. I've kind of, I didn't even say I conflated it, but because it's we're having a wonderfully organic conversation so there's a little there's a little uh back and forth there but uh this is a great stuff i you know and i mean in business we you know don't really bring the spirituality unless it's about unless we can just talk about it as values right uh but do, do you ever have a uh an intermingling of the uh spiritual, spiritual sugar and the creator the uh right on creative
2: it's so funny that you ask that yes i do and you know in my mind while they're related because everything i do is all about leading with love and passion and all that fun stuff and integrity um in my mind i thought they were two separate things and they are in a sense but people are like but lisa that's just you i'm like i I get it and at the same time spiritual sugar is really to tell the healing with love journey and right on creative is to help me tell those stories of other people so they attract their perfect soulmate clients, right? So I do infuse spirituality into everything I've been doing in marketing for a long time. So I've kind of been infiltrating the marketing world with spirituality for a long time and doing energy work without people even really realizing, just like the woman I mentioned earlier who had that energetic block just because she thought she had to use pain points. And honestly, pain points did not serve her business in any way, shape, or form. And she was just breathe this deep sigh of relief and thought, thank you for showing me that I can do this in a way that's aligned with me. Right. And so sometimes it's as simple as just changing a word because that changes the energy of everything.
1: It can be. So and um, what do you do with spiritual sugar? Talk, talk, talk more about that.
2: Yeah. So right now I have no idea. No, joking, <laughs> a I
1: love that. Touche. <laughs> Touche,
2: dear woman. No, what, I, what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm writing a book. It's also divinely guided, telling part, part of my story, but also everything that I learned about how to heal yourself with love. And it's all about being in nature more. It's about exercising, eating right, all of these things, and really coming home to yourself. So I'm in the process of writing that book, planning to have that out by November of this year. So I'm excited about that. And other than that, I'm not really, it's, it's a, it's a DBA of right on creative, right? So it's more of my service to the world. I'm not planning on, you know, even though this is partially about my healing cancer with love journey, I don't plan on being a cancer coach. I'm not a doctor. There's over 300 types of cancer. I could tell everybody exactly what I did, but my body is different than their body. Whatever type of cancer they have is is different. So you've got to find your own path, but this is a good guidepost to really sink in and make yourself a priority. Because one of the big, one of the big messages that I got is your number one priority is taking care of you. And I think that falls to the wayside a lot. We get busy with everything else. And we're not, you know, making ourselves a priority. And that was true of me. I mean, I was technically obese. I'm five, seven, I was over 189 pounds, I carried it well. But when I looked down at the scale, and I was trying to, you know, determine what was going on and saw the note the doctor made that, basically said that I was technically obese seeing that kind of in in print freaked me out a little bit and I was like oh my gosh I've really not been walking enough I've not been exercising enough not been taking care of myself enough so from just walking and eating changing everything that I said you know eliminating my four favorite food groups and then also sugar on top of that I don't do any processed sugar anymore so I, I got healthy and people say, oh my gosh, you got sick and you got cancer. So you lost weight. I'm like, no, I got healthy. So I lost weight. That's wow. how that works.
1: See, I, you, really, you you read my mind. Cause I wanted to ask you, I mean, you had alluded to it earlier, how you you know revitalized yourself, how you healed from cancer. And you're talking about it right now. You're talking, that's what you're literally doing. I want you to share about this. Cause this is, I think is very interesting and useful even and yes yes
2: many of my friends thought I was crazy you know because they're like well what are you going to do they're freaked out and of course everybody is because everyone thinks that once you get a cancer diagnosis it's a death sentence and it can be and it's a scary thing for sure but I was so tapped into the faith and that guidance that I was like oh no this is going to be good but friends said well what what do you even mean healing with love like they thought I'd lost my mind basically and I'm like that's cool And then one of my friends said, I've realized what you meant. She said, I saw you walking, posting your pictures in nature, taking care of yourself. She said, you just tapped into being. I said, exactly. And I wanted to, I wanted to savor every moment because I honestly didn't know for sure. I felt that I was going to be okay. I believed that I was going to heal it with love. But I also knew, you know, when I went in for the surgery, because I did do surgery, no chemo or radiation, I knew that I might not wake up. I mean, just the anesthesia alone is a risk in any surgery. So, but I did and I'm here. And so I'm following the threads with, yeah, thank you. Cheers. Following the threads. With I, oh, by the sugar. way, for
1: those, excuse me, Lisa, for those, every, almost everyone's listening. But uh, if you want to see, we both raise our glasses. <laughs> That's what happened.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's kind of my gift to the world. Because I was given the gift of life, right? I mean, I, I came to a point where I thought, okay, God, creator, source, universe, whatever powers that be, okay, I guess this could be it. And if it is, thank you. I've had a really, really beautiful life. There's some things that I still want to do. Um, and you know, I said, but if this is it, thank you. Just thank you. And if not, if we've got more work to do, let's do it. So I'm guessing we do, because I'm still here.
1: I'm, I'm very glad that you, you're, you are now, how did your outlook change after the cancer? Well, maybe during, and maybe, was there something during that changed, and, and how was it afterwards too?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, during, it was clearly all about, um, just getting healthy. You know, how can I fuel my body with pure food, filtered water? People don't realize that even drinking water out of a plastic bottle is poisoning them a bit. And so I won't get into that too much because, you know, there's a lot of, we go down a big rabbit hole there, but it was really all about getting healthy, fueling my body with the right things, eating real food. When I say real food, people, I mean, don't get packages of things that you can't pronounce the ingredients of because that stuff's poison. Eat fresh fruits and vegetables. And whenever you can eat, um, organic meat so grass fed grass finished beef is the best and why is grass finished better because oftentimes in the processing they will finish beef off meaning feed them with with corn that is like not the best grain um full of pesticides and things like that so everything that you ingest you're ingesting whatever that whether it's a plant or an animal has ingested before you and that's kind of a creepy thing to think about and it's just true so that was it you know take care of yourself eat real food educate yourself we're not taught these things and doctors aren't taught these things i mean my my medical team besides the person that misdiagnosed me she tried to tell me i had an abscess tooth which i knew wasn't true um wow they were great they listened they helped me they were not nutritionists. So they don't know anything about that. Doctors are great, but they stay in their lane. So they're not taught it, You know, when they go through school, they get less than two weeks of nutritional tra- training. So they're taught to, you know, prescribe medicine, right. do surgeries, do their that's, things. I mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't, that's the Western that. model. Right. So I just think it's really good. I'm one, I'm all, all about questioning everything Breaking the trance, challenging the status quo, and engaging critical thinking. I think we have to do that all the time, and I it gets a little annoying sometimes for people because I'm like, are you sure about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you took you took. Well, you just described challenging, cha- You know, challenging critical. You know, challenging beliefs using critical thinking, nutritionism, or uh, approaching it, with, it becoming a really a, a something of a nutritionist. Uh, uh, breaking trances. Uh, and then you said just merely walking, getting in motion. This re- yeah. this is how you went about healing yourself.
2: Yes. And nature. I will say this. So nature is a big part of my faith. When I go into nature, I get more downloads, which is great. Yeah. And it recharges me. It's me good for us. Oh, I, I mean, so many people do not have the opportunity to get out in nature like I do. And I'm blessed to live in magical Ashland, Oregon, where we've got Lithia Park with hiking trails all over the place so i can go wander around year round and just you know in one of the most beautiful places on earth i think you know
1: totally let's take a moment here, get our final break out of the way and then we'll have our last unfortunate last segment with lisa but she's she's really delivered the good so far as you know we don't we don't need to belabor stuff we really she's really been delivering great content that i really appreciate it so this is our final break and we'll, we'll come right back Lisa
0: this episode of Self Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. What if you could get the results of being coached without a human coach? What if a computer could coach you? Visit www.perficio.io, that's P E R F I C I O.io, where you can get coached without scrutiny, judgment, or pressure.
1: You are listening to the self help coaching podcast with me, your host Tony Petroza and Lisa Mannion. Unfortunately, this is the last segment, so listen up, people. <laughs> this has been really great. Now, you talked about your healing, and now I know we talked about spiritual sugar, well, and this related to this, and 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 uh, your business, your other business, which is of course uh, Right on Creative. But I, we talked about your healing journey. How can people heal themselves with love?
2: Wow, that's such a good question. Well, I'm attempting to write a book about it, so that will be helpful. But my best advice is you know, tap into your intuition, know that you're worthy of everything just because you are. And I know that that's, those weren't the exact words that Neil Donald Walsh said, but very close. So listen, read his books, they're great. And just honestly, treat yourself like you are the most precious thing on the planet because you really are, but we're not taught that. You know, as kids. Yeah. We're not taught any of this stuff. So how do we learn it's so it?
1: funny? Let me say something, please, Lisa, because I want to I want to compliment that. You know, of course we hear about narcissism, which and definitely narcissism is a problem when you, whether you have it or anybody else. Uh but and and people like oh narcissism, narcissism. Okay, there's plenty of that, no doubt. But where's the true self-love where you are not harming yourself, where you respect when you really respect yourself? Then you respect others. The, the, all that we see is so much disrespect towards people. That comes from first the disrespect one has towards themselves. You know that's that's the real culprit. That's the real problem. So that has to be taught and nurtured. Then that's the real. Then you'll see real transformation. I already talked about how I did that. You know, and I'm not saying perfection. I'm not at all. I've been saying journey, evolution, transformation loving is, is learning to love yourself, learn, and then learning to respect yourself. Then that goes outward.
2: Yes. And not feeling guilty about doing things for yourself. If you need professional help, see a counselor or a therapist. If you're not taking good care of yourself, see a nutritionist Go to the library, check out a book if you don't have the means to do any of that. I love libraries. They're one of my favorite places on earth. There's so much information there. You can get anything you need. So there's no real excuse for us not to learn to love ourselves and learn to heal with love. And at the same time, it's one of the most challenging journeys that many will face.
1: It really is.
2: Even without a diagnosis of cancer, even without a past history of addiction, any of that, right? It's, it's a challenge and it's necessary. And that's part of why I'm excited about the book that I'm writing, because I was actually working with a, a book coach. I had a session with him and I was telling him I was having a little bit of a challenge, you know, getting the whole message out and everything. And he just said, Lisa, I think the little girl in you has a message for the world, something that she wishes she would have known when she was a child and so I want you to write about that and it was brilliant because he was spot on and I'm like okay we can do that because there is I mean if you think about it don't we wish we were taught things by whether it's the school system whether it's the government whether it's our parents you know so many things are missing for us to heal with love so I'm going to try and compile the the best I can it'll be a little bit of a roadmap for people to be inspired just to take better care of yourself that's it
1: you know, there's actually an NLP technique. There's just there's, there's, there's different kind, different facets. They call personal his, change personal history and other things where we go with a client back into their past where well, they, they they have they have issues, right? And basically, something happened to them and they've been beating themselves up since. So what we do is we go go back into the past with them and then just before it happened, we have that them give usually they're usually a child give themselves the resource that they needed to deal with that issue that trauma uh so that it's not going to change in reality obviously but that they can think about it how they doubt how they could have dealt with it differently and feel differently about themselves as they progressed in life and and it helps clear up issues of shame and guilt uh and, and the things that people get, get bogged down with because People bog themselves down. They need to learn how to get out of the swamp.
2: I love that you brought that up because I did all kinds of healing work, some timeline therapy, which is very similar. And, and techniques were used. I, I did, it. you know, singing bowl sessions. I did sound healing. I did like acupuncture. I did all kinds of things, great. Everything that I could possibly do to boost my immune system and to really just feed my soul and cells to be healthy.
1: That's fantastic, you know, and I keep—I don't usually harp on, uh, not harp, but bring up NLPs this often, but it's been highly pertinent. Uh, you know, NLP, a major tenant of NLP, NLP is really a codification of, of knowledge that NLP did not come up with. <laughs> 95% of NLP, NLP did not come up with. It's basically just a codification. But a major tenant is that if something's not working, try something else, anything else, it doesn't matter. And you are so open-minded that, you know, in dealing and in, in confronting or challenging, perhaps for a better word, or uh, maybe dancing, whatever word you want to use with your cancer, the cancer that you had, is that you said, okay, I'm going to be so open-minded that I'll, I'll try this, I'll try that, I'll do that. And, and here you are, cancer-free. Yes. Uh, you know, and having an awesome message and you look radiant, you sound wonderful. So, you know, proof's in the pudding.
2: It is. And in August of this year, it'll be five years, which is the official, you know, your, your free and clear date um, in the medical industry. So I'm super excited about that, which seems like a perfect time to get the book done. And, you know, that was sort of my agreement with the creator. Okay, I'm going to get this done. So let's get it done and see what happens. And I'm trying to breathe into being patient and being shown what's next. I see some retreats and some things like that around all of this topic coming up. But again, it's not what I usually do. You know, I've got other business that I run. This is just kind of a passion project.
1: Now, Lisa, now you've made me privy to your agreement with the creator. So I'm going to be watching for that book. (laughs) <laughs> all right and uh you'll hear from me about that good okay. good all right great so i'm i'm your inadvertent accountability partner on that one
2: <laughs> i love it i need i need all the accountability i can get but mm-hmm. i'm i'm chipping away at it
1: fantastic this has been a wonderful discussion and conversation i really appreciate it. it's been so you know we, we hit on points that we wanted to but it was, it's been very organic and had some really wonderful digressions and tangents that were related and we brought back in a really fantastic time speaking with you do you have any final remarks for the audience
2: yeah just if you want to know more about the book it, it will be coming out go to spiritualshigar.com and uh pop your email address in. I'll give you updates. I also have a little uh, meditation audio for you there and some journal prompts if you're interested and yeah. a little bit more about the journey. So that would be great. And look for the book.
1: That 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 that, that, that meditation audio, that's a free gift that you offer? It right? is, absolutely. Great. So make sure you go to spiritualsugar.com and I highly encourage you. And then there's also the business side, right on creative.com that focuses on marketing integrity. And she's also on social media, Facebook, Spiritual Sugar. Facebook.com is Lisa Mannion. And also Facebook Facebook is Right On Creative. So those three uh, groups on, on Facebook, well, her profile and those two groups, I think they're groups. But definitely go to Spiritual Sugar or Right On Creative. Get that free gift. Check out Lisa. And, and then... You know, bother her about that book if she if it hasn't come out yet. You know, Lisa, where's that book? Tony mentioned that book. You know, how are you? so this has been really great. I really appreciate it. Uh, and are there other ways to contact you other than just going to the website that you? No, like?
2: that's the best. That's the best way. I never right. answer my phone, but I will <laughs> answer an email. That's
1: <laughs> great. I really appreciate it. Wonderful conversation. Would you like to say goodbye?
2: Yes. And thank you so much, Tony, for being here and to all the listeners. It's just really an honor to to still be here and to share my story and hopefully it helps others just like yours.
1: I really appreciate it. You've been a wonderful guest and remember everyone, we're all responsible for ourselves and we can all use some help with that. I'll see you next time on the self-help coaching podcast. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. Remember to visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Self-Help Coaching Podcast.